in a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. And welcome back to another exciting week of Chaotic Amateurs, D&D's best 5e homebrewed live play sweet, sweet action podcast. Oh, it's me. It's Bentley, your favorite DM ever to grace the planet Earth. And uh, to my right, I have... Caleb is Yamhorn Doril. Dash as Peleus Earth. Rhett is Durok Dragonsbane. Milo is a run. Oh, and last time, ladies and gents, oh, our, our boys... Uh, uh, they, they had, uh, traversed the island. They had, uh, uh, you know, uh, given Ashwin a smackdown and, uh, they'd, uh, you know, come back to the other side of the beach. Uh, the mirrored peninsula had, uh, flipped them all topsy turvy like, uh, but the beach looked a little bit different. There's more, there's more trees. There's more fun. And, um, now, uh, over to the, uh, the left side of the island, as they looked out, uh, there was a long, long, uh, uh, you know, trees on either side, sort of like long forest walkway. They walked down it when, when they got to the end of it, they realized that they sort of gone up a little bit, a bit of a mountain and in front of them was a very large circular stone uh, uh, platter uh, with uh, these uh, large, uh, what you assume are fingers holding it as in front of you is something that was about 15 feet wide and 25 feet tall. And that's only from about the, the nose up, Kilroy style, up to the top of, he- uh, top of the head. What you guys perceived is probably some sort of dwarvish warrior type figure. Behind that in one of the largest uh, rock structures that any of you had ever seen, at least as big as Furstberg, was a dragon uh, carved out with its mouth open, looking like it could breathe fire at you uh, uh, at, uh, at any second. And I will say this since uh, uh, no one asked or put it together. Um, you guys noticed that the, the, the ocean and the rocks were different. If you were to roll a, a, a high perception, uh, uh, you would notice that all of those rocks that you navigated coming in was technically the spine sticking out of the tail mm-hmm. of the dragon and they curve around and that sort of stuff. So this is a very cool. large landmass that probably goes underground much more. Um, the last thing that you all heard was a voice from the cave saying, welcome Ren and friends. I'll assume you're here for the items. And then Ren awkwardly was like, yeah, please, can we have the items? And then Yami just stuck out his hand and was like, gimme. Money, please. (laughs) Money, please. (laughs) And that's where we are. So what would you guys like to do? Uh, Ren, why don't you get on the platter? It looks like you're supposed to just jump right on. Or not Ren. Sorry, Duroc. Why me? I don't know. It just seems. He's the big, strong one. Yeah, and there's a dwarf face right in front. Yeah. You need to talk to it. Yeah. Say it, say it in Dwarven. Like, can we have the items? They, they didn't listen to me. <laughs> you hear from the cave, a voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak German. How dare you? Did that man just say he was a sandwich? <laughs> um, you guys are starting to feel a little, uh, little weird in the head. Everyone, roll me some constitution. Uh-oh. Ooh, all day. 
I'm resistant to poison. 19 total. I didn't say anything about getting poison. 14. Okay. How do you... Come on. 11. All day. Okay. What a letdown. Uh, you guys are starting to uh, feel a little bit light in the head, a little uh, little buckle in the knees, if you will. And uh, um, all of a sudden, you kind of blink your eyes a couple of times, and you all are standing in the exact same spot you just were. However, when you look around, uh, your compatriots Uh-oh. are no longer next to you. So you all see the exact same thing. Durak? Yeah, I start looking around for Ulagon. Ren! Ren? Durak? Paleus! Oh, crap. You, uh, you cry out to no, uh, to no avail, and you sort of hear from the cave a light chuckling. You all hear these things that I'm describing. Okay. Just so you know from here on out. Things that I will be saying, unless I specifically, you know, point to a, a person or say a character name, it is for everyone to hear. Copy okay. that. And you're all experiencing it in real time. You just can't see each other anymore. Okay. Only Yamhorn would laugh inappropriately like that. Yamhorn. I wanna. I want to slowly approach the platter and and investigate it. Like look look a little closer at it if I can see if there's anything. Okay. Interesting about it. Sure. That's an eight. <laughs> uh, well, you walk up. You walk up to the. Uh, you walk up the, the the steps up the platter here, and you immediately hang a right, and you just walk around the entire edge of it, and you're like, hmm, circles. Hmm. I like it. Platter. Hmm. And you're like, man, this this guy has big fingers. Hmm. Classic dwarf stuff. Uh. Will will an eight allow me to count the number of fingers? Yeah. How many fingers are there? There are four fingers, and uh, on the other side, what looks like sort of holding up uh, here and here, which are not drawn because they're not good at drawing, uh, uh, look like sort of two thumbs, okay. like holding like underneath, like the back of it. Gotcha. Kind of like uh, coming up, like just a barely, chalice, barely on the back of hand. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. So, to Ren, this seems really similar to when he met Ulagon. That's okay. kind of the first impression he gets. And he doesn't feel like Ulagon would set him astray. Mm-hmm. So, I think he would just go to the cave and try to investigate the cave where the laughter came from. Okay. How high up is the platform? Um, first of all, Ren's going right now. Uh, Ren... So you walk to the cave? Do you walk over the platform? Do you walk around it? What do you do? Uh, the, it looks like a platter, and I don't really want to get eaten, so I think I'd walk around <laughs> Okay. All right, so you walk around, and you go to the opening of the dragon's mouth? Yeah. Okay. That, that's what I would do. All right. So what do you do? You're there. You're looking inside. It's dark. What do I see inside? It's dark. It looks like a, it looks like the opening of a cave. Can I walk into it? If you want to, I walk into it. Okay, it's, it's D and D. Do you have dark vision? No, I don't. Okay, so you uh, you start uh, walking in a little bit, 
And uh, as you start to walk in, you know, you see that it like, even though it's like an open mouthed sort of cave and that sort of thing, it starts to get a little dark, a little quicker than you thought. Seeing those, you could turn around and look out and still see like the, uh, the, the sunlight and everything behind you. I do have a candle and I'll light that candle. Okay. It seems to sort of illuminate, you know, like if you were at a pitch black room, just sort of illuminate like, you know, around your head, like, you know, two to three feet, you know, like a circle. Okay. So I could see my feet with that. Yeah. You could see your, I'll give you, you could see your whole body and then maybe six inches in front of you, but it's still, yeah. I mean, like if you keep going in, you'll definitely be in complete darkness. Okay. Yeah. I'll keep on and walking in as long as there's a footing. Okay, you keep walking forward. Now we go to Durok's experience, who's been yelling for Yamhorn, crying out for him. Yamhorn, <laughs> the jokes aren't funny anymore. Um, so how high is the platform again? It's about three or four steps up. You know, so I don't know, max three feet off the ground. Okay, I go up on the platform. Okay, go up on the platform. Do um, do we'll I just rec- keep this order? Boom, boom, boom. Do I recognize the figures, the dwarf at all? Uh, the the fingers? Is that what you said? Uh, I thought there was like a kind of a face to it. This is well. the face, right? That's standing out of the ground, and then you assume by what where this is. If it was fully exposed, it would look like a human holding like a some right. sort of platter plate, like right out in front of their face, type of thing. Do I recognize this scene from like any sort of lore, dwarven lore, or history? I don't know. Roll a history check. Um. So twenty one. Okay. And it would be. Uh, Is it made of stone? Yeah, it would be higher if it was counted my stone cunning. It would be because it's made of stone. All right, so it's like twenty three. Okay. So you you're looking at uh, you and what what specifically are you looking at? What what do you specifically want to investigate here? Um, mostly like looking at the I guess like the scene in general like I'm seeing the dragon I'm seeing this dwarf I'm seeing the platter I'm wondering do I recognize the scene from any sort of like historical context gotcha um it's not necessarily a scene that you would recognize but you do recognize what you're pretty sure is the upper part of the face um and you do recognize it as Berendrad who would be considered the father of all dwarves. He is considered to be sort of a uh, a dwarven god, the person who birthed the dwarven race. Got it. Yep. Um, so then if it's still my turn, I guess... Um, uh, I guess I go into the cave myself if nothing's happening on the platter. Okay, so you're gonna what? Hop off the yeah, just hop off in, in into the platter and walk around the head. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you walk by the head, you're now even more certain that this is Brandrod, just because you can kind of see the the ornate helmet and everything that he's wearing. You recognize the markings, and you're like, oh, this you've seen him in text and like you know other sculptures and that sort of stuff tapestries dwarves love tapestries yeah so same thing happens do you uh you get to the edge of the cave do you walk all the way in or um yeah you do okay same thing happens to you You start to walk all the way in and uh as soon as you sort of like 
past like the side of the mouth, you know, uh, where, where the jaws come together. Um, it gets a lot darker than it actually should just seen as that a foot before you were standing outside in like midday or whatever, mm. uh, you know, so it's like where the sun's out and all that stuff. So you're like, oh, wow. Okay. It's got real dark real quick. I do have dark vision. Do I, does that help? Uh, you see about the same as Ren does with his candle. Oh. We now cut to Peleus. Okay, Peleus, you were by yourself. All of a sudden, your uh, your your friends, as you can see here, uh, Ren was on your left, Durok and Yamhorn were on your right, and you're just standing there now, really? looking at this platter, and you're like, all of a sudden they're just not there. It's like you were looking around, and then they just blink of an eye gone. <laughs> oh, this reminds me of a couple times out on sea. <laughs> Turns out I just fallen off the boat. <laughs> Uh, but I don't think it's one of those situations, so uh, I think I'm going to do some exploring here. Uh, can I do, I'm going to do an arcana check on the platform and the statue. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, so 16. Okay, um, was there something specific you would like to do with it, or just overall general magical vibe? Or? Uh, see if I can, yeah, sense kind of a magical vibe if it's emanating from a very specific point, or if there's a, if I can trace the flow of magic. Okay, uh, you are you are you are uh, that was a, that was a very good roll. I had it I had it just at a at a ten just to you know. Yeah. Uh, get us going here. Uh, so you actually, yeah, you open yourself up uh, uh, to the to the universe of magic, and um, it's right flow through me, baby. <laughs> and uh, and you uh, um, and 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 you realize, you know, this whole area that you're in, you're kind of overpowered by the magic, and 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 as you like. Um, and as you kind of like focus a little bit, you realize that, uh, you know, each sort of area has its own little, the, the platform has a certain tinge of magic to it. Yeah. And then there's a very strong sort of like, you know, pulse, like, you know, if like you just start to feel like a headache coming on, like on the front of your head or something like that. Oh right? yeah. You feel that coming from like the, the cave's mouth, you know, up, uh, you know, that couple hundred feet up in front of you up there. And, uh, but, and then there's like a third layer of like you kind of get the idea that obviously that this whole island that you've been on in this area that you're in has like a, has a magical sort of like sphere around it. So you're kind of feeling it in layers. All right. All right. Uh, then I am going to, uh, just follow that magical pulse into okay. the cave. Uh, but first, before I go in, I'm going to cast the cantrip light on the end of my staff and make it like a, like a lantern, like, like a, a Gandalf. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> you put you put that rock in there and it oh, lights very, up. Oh, very yeah, very okay. much so. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> the saddest, yeah. the saddest step ever. That's how it starts. Yeah. <laughs> I have sad magic. That's all I cast is sad magic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah, as you're, uh, you want to like go, just sort of walk around the the edge of the the the, the platform there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're walking around the edge of the platform and, you know, you, you walk by the, the giant uh, dwarven head, his big old nose sort of like half sticking out of the ground. And uh, you start to approach. And as you're approaching the, uh, the, the cave mouth and everything, you're, you're, you're realizing how big this, this, this structure is. Like you're just looking up and you're like this mouth, it's just gargantuan. It's like one of the biggest things that you've ever seen. You look so small, like 
you can tell that the teeth that are sort of like carved out up at the top are yeah. probably bigger than you. <laughs> and uh, wow. and you're you're a half elf, right? So like you're probably what yeah. like six two or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I forgot what my official stats are, but I believe I'm like seven three. Oh really? No, I was thinking, <laughs> I'm lying. <laughs> no, I'm probably like six. You're a minute bull. <laughs> yeah, I'm a minute bull. <laughs> Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> yeah, Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, I mean, you're you know you're you're not the tallest dude in the world, but obviously you're not you're not super short, and like it just sort of like you're like wow. Um, and about you know ten or 15, like the the top of the mouth is sort of like comes out, and then like basically where the. Uh, the jaws meet like where the sides of your lips uh, would meet top and bottom there. That's kind of like where you, uh, uh, where the other players had gone into the darkness. So you, you approach that darkness. Uh, I do. Okay. So you've got your staff out in front of you. Yeah. I'm shining the way. Okay. And you walk in and the second that you walk in, while you can still see the light behind you, it's almost like this invisible sort of barrier has now just made it like, where you're in it's really weird because it's like when you're facing forward it's just like all of a sudden you shut the door like on a closet or something like yeah. that and and you've got like the same sort of one footish radius um you know sort of surrounding you even though like your staff is being held out in front of you it's really kind of only like illuminating like a foot in front of you it's uh and then it's weird because like the light behind you isn't like casting forward or anything like that oh okay and now we cut to yammy I want to look back the direction that we came, see okay. if I can see any sign of my friends or like us arriving there, or if that's been erased. Uh, you don't see any sign of your friends, and it's not like you guys were like leaving a trail of breadcrumbs. So okay. like it looks as though it's the exact same way that you guys came. It just seemed as though all of a sudden, when you look to your left, everybody just, just disappeared. Okay, but. The land, the sound, everything, uh, it all sort of, you know, the the fluttering in the trees, uh, everything, mm -hmm. uh, everything is like, it's just like you were standing there and they were like, hey, guy, oh, wait. Okay. And they were just gone. And now you're just, you, I'm I'm saying that Yamhorn is just, con he's making a second lap around. Yeah. He's just like, ah, this is a really round platform. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Real quick before I go any further, mm -hmm. can I do an arcana just to see if I recognize that feeling? Like maybe there's uh, some sort of uh, spell Finger or baby, curse or something? Feeling. Yeah, sure. Uh, that would be a four. You immediately after taking your second lap, you get back <laughs> to the stairs and very purposely, you walk out into the center of it, and you look around, and you kind of like, and like waft the air into your nose with your hands, and you like, <sighs> lick my finger, hold it out, magic. <laughs> All right, you feel that there is magic in the air. <laughs> I start humming a tune. Yeah. Uh, I want. I'm. I'm starting to sense that I'm going to have to go into the dragon's mouth, but I want to take a close look at the the dwarven face. Okay. Um, see if there's anything that looks like carvings, a message, or anything that I should manipulate with my hands. Okay. So uh, I guess investigate the, the face. Okay. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> then you basically... Get them all out now. <laughs> you basically see this. You see like the nose, the eyes, 
and then like this sort of ornate uh, uh, thing on the helmet, and you see the grass up around it. There's a little daisy right there in the middle of the nose. Okay. Uh, that's what you see. I smell the daisy. It smells great. Okay. Uh, then I enter the dragon's mouth. Um, you walk around and you do Cautiously, it? yeah. Cautiously. I, I, I walk around the face uh, and I draw my hammer before walking in. And I, it's like I'm creeping in slowly with my hammer okay. at my side. Sure. Uh, you, uh, um, you walk inside and you and go I, all I, the way in? Uh, yeah, and I want to be calling out to this mysterious voice saying, hello. Uh-huh. And that's pretty much it. Okay. Then the exact same thing happens to you. You get to a certain point and it gets a little bit darker and your dark vision sort of allows you to see, you know, uh, about a foot in front of you and that's about it. Okay. Uh, with Renz, it's a little harder. He gets less just because he is holding a candle and so that's sort of reflecting off of his eyes. Gotcha. Uh, and it is a candle, but I'll give you guys about a foot in front of you. Jeez. Or a foot in any direction, basically. Okay. You turn. Uh, we now go back to Ren, who's uh, who's in the cave. He's got his candle lit, this little light of his. He's going to shine for Uligan. So I'm just kind of uh, like edging forward as I go to make sure I don't fall off a cliff. And I'll, I'll call out, Uligan, it's, it's, your, it's your buddy Ren. Uh, uh, I think I'm supposed to meet you here. <laughs> you hear the sort of faint chuckling. Even though you're closer, it still seems about the same sort of volume like it's almost been turned down because you've gotten closer and you just sort of hear Uligan isn't here Ren who who are you then <laughs> who am I I'm the caretaker of this island I'm who you've been sent to see do do you have the items yeah I do oh can I can I have them we kind of need them we now cut to Durak. So, um, yeah, Durak is just marching forward. I know he's only got about a foot, but uh, he hates looking like he's, you know, scared. Weak. Weak. <laughs> right. So he, you know, assumed his uh, most authoritative stance, like he's back in the drill yards okay. whipping young whelps into shape, and uh, yeah. he's just marching in there. Yeah. And he's like, Yamhorn, <laughs> enough with the games. <laughs> okay. And you're just marching. You didn't pull your sword or anything. You're just marching in? Just marching in. Okay. How long do you keep? Uh, roll me roll me a D6. Six. Great. So you march right in, and what seems kind of weird because of the way and because you as characters don't know this yet. I only told you at the beginning as, as meta information about the, uh, the, the dragon's tail. What you aren't realizing is that you're kind of, it's a downward slope and you walk about 60 feet. Nice. And then you bump into something. Oh, nice. And it knocks you flat on your butt because oh. you're just marching forward. Almost like it, uh, you know, like, you know, someone to just like lightly flick you or something like that. You know, like we do that to your little brother. You're right. just like lightly flicking their forehead. It was just like you felt like a, a very large object just kind of go like boop and you fell back on your butt. And I feel like I'm just like, hey, <laughs> I like look around really quick, make sure nobody's And you hear the it. high, uh, the, the very female uh, 
you know, what you assume is female based off of the voice timber and everything, mm. just chuckling. And we now cut to Peleus. Peleus, you have just entered into the darkness with your staff in front of you. Uh, what are you feeling right now? What are you thinking, knowing that you can only kind of see? Because I imagine you've used this and, you know, it's probably lit the way for you several times, but now you only sort of have like this one foot aura of light. Yes, I don't like that I can't see too far in front of me. I don't trust the darkness. I like the light. In fact, every time I'm out in a ship and it gets dark out, I go into my cabin and I cry. <laughs> but that information doesn't leave here. <laughs> all right. Don't worry, so, this podcast goes to no one. <laughs> all right, that's good. <laughs> so I'm going to, Peleus is going to walk uh, forward and he's going to shout out, Hello, anyone in here? I'm a wizard. Uh, you hear what seems to be uh, what you would assume is you know sort of a a female timber of laughter and it seems to be from the the voice uh, uh, coming from within the cave but also sort of around you uh, at the same time and well hello Peleus so wonderful to see you again how's your mother Oh, your voice is sultry. <laughs> you know me, Mum. Was that you, Kathy? <laughs> and uh, the voice sort of chuckles again. No, Palish, you wouldn't remember me. But uh, yes, your your mother and I uh, we go back uh, a little bit. I've I've conversed with her on several occasions. And uh, Palius. Uh, Slams his quarterstaff down into the ground and yells, Show yourself! (laughs) All in good time, Peleus. All in good time. So, why are you here? Well, you know, kicks and giggles and and whatnot. Got bored of the high seas. Figured I'd try this adventure out. Oh, no. Oh, shoot. No. I'm here for um, trinkets. I'm here for things. Uh, the other three are here for something, and I'm helping them. You got something for us? Ah, I'll take yes. it. The items. The items. <laughs> that was the word. <laughs> it slipped me mind. Ah, yes. Your mother has sent them here for the two items, and you have been passing the test. However, Peleus, your mom played a little joke on you as well, because oh. unbeknownst... To everyone else, you're here for part of an item as well. Okay, news to me. What is that amulet you wear around your chest, Peleus? Oh, this whole thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I won it in a card game, oh. or a dice game, or I woke up with it around my neck. <laughs> Never one for details, eh, Peleus? Well, I'll typically acquire all my items through one of those three means, so. (laughs) Uh, She says, these trials and tribulations have not just been for your friends, but for you as well. Oh. Your mother played a little bit of a trick on you there. And as long as you pass everything here... Maybe we can make that amulet of yours complete. Okay, well, give me the tests. I'm ready, I can do it, and I won't pass out this time. And we now cut to Yamhorn. Okay, uh, I want... Did 
from from the outside did I notice about how wide the mouth is? It's huge. It's it's the size of a mountain. Oh yeah. This whole okay. thing is like the size of a mountain. So so imagine I guess Mount I, Hood carved into a dragon with its mouth open. Okay, now I have reference. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, I guess the, the reason I ask is because I feel like I would try to reach, considering my dark vision is very limited mm-hmm. uh, for some reason, which is bothering me as Yamhorn, I would try to go and reach the side so I could walk along the side, like fe- okay. feeling the side. So that way I can at least track back. That At least that's my thinking. All right. You roll me a uh, d4. Great. Two. So you walk what you perceive as sort of 20 feet. Are you going forward and like diagonally to the right? I, I would shuffle laterally first laterally. to find the wall and then okay. start moving so forward. So you, you know, you get down in your football stance, you drop down and then shuffle <laughs> sideways. And because uh, you're always ready for action, yep. Yep. And uh And so you, you know, you shuffle sideways and then you, uh, you, you, you feel out the wall and you're like, ah, oh, safety in walls. And then you start walking forward. I feel better now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm still calling out hello mm-hmm. as I'm moving along. And do I notice any sort of audible? Yeah, it's, it's echoey. It's, okay. it's echoey like, a, you know, like you, you would assume a cave would be. Okay. Uh, and that sort of thing. And finally, you know, after a couple of hellos, uh, you hear back to you, hello, Yamhorn, in the voice that you recognized uh, from earlier. And do I recognize any sort of um, accent or or anything like what no, language it's, is it's, it? Just it's common? just uh, you you're you're just you just hear the voice. Um, you know, it's just talking to you. Okay. It's just it's just talking to you. You understand it fine. So if it's speaking Elvish, it's speaking Elvish. If it's speaking common, it's speaking common. You just comprehend the language. Okay. And uh, and you understand what it's saying. Uh, for our listeners, obviously, it would be in English, but okay. uh, you know, um, yeah. or common rather. But uh, you know, you you assume it's common, or maybe it's Elvish. But it does sort of have like the, this 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 person, which you assume is female, just by the the timber of the voice and the sort of you don't know many males, even Elven males, that have this calm of the thing but it definitely sounds more like female elfish kind of okay. reminds you of Nestlerin's mom just very calm very collect but friendlier in a way gotcha um i want to ask this person okay. uh what happened to my friends did did you see them come in here oh they've all entered the cave oh good uh where are they oh well ren is a little bit farther back Durak is a little bit farther down, but you won't find them. Why, this is part why of not? The, this is part of your test, Yamhorn. You must seek this on your own. And we cut to Ren. Uh-oh. So and you, I believe the last thing that was said was, Uligan isn't here? I asked for the items. Oh, and that's right. You said money, please. <laughs> and and who, are, who are you? Who am I? Well, I'm the keeper of the items, of course. And the keeper of the items is... Well, I believe... Well, <laughs> roll me a history check. Okay. 17. Then you, rem- then you hear a little uh, druid voice in your head going... I'm trying to remember what he said. 
How do you sound? Oh, he sort of sounded like Russell Brand. That's right. Uh, if you go down to the opposite end, uh, in Indrail, we'll give you your two items that she'll send you on your way. So, you would likely assume that this is in Indrail. Yeah. In, in Indrail? Is that you? Oh, people always get my name wrong. I have a little bit of a speech impediment. So. That's okay. You're older. I understand. I'm old as well. And at this point, you hear a shuffling of what sounds like a very large object starting to walk towards you. Darak, you've been knocked on your bow, your bobo. Um, I get back to my feet, and I'm. You you hear the the sort of light chuckling. Oh, Darak, ever so headstrong. What you think this is funny? (laughs) I very much do. Show yourself then, and we'll settle this. (laughs) Darak, you could not beat me. Well, fine. What is it that you want, then, with these games? I believe you were sent here for a specific reason. Were you not? You know I was. I know, but I think you forget. I'm here to remind you. The items, then, and I'll be on my way. Oh. Well, if this island has shown you anything, there's tests upon tests in order to get such wondrous items. Plus... There's no surprise for you, but you're going to have to pass the test to rock. And you start to hear the very large creature movement that Ren heard, but since you were so close, you feel this giant, giant thing like wisp right past you, and it's starting to go by you. And it's walking towards the entrance of the mountain. We now cut to Peleus. All right, Peleus. You are uh, in the cave. Um, and uh, you've uh, you know, just had the information that uh, this voice knows your mommy. And uh, a little bit of a trickery to get you here as well. Uh, about, your, about your amulet. At this point, you start to hear in the distance like a a low thud and the ground sort of shakes a little bit in front of you (laughs) that's my stomach that's Paley's stomach it it hurt his tum tum he goes who's there who's there show yourself and he starts waving his light quarter staff in uh, front of you yeah frantically show yourself what angle are you coming from (laughs) who are you where are you coming from I ain't scared (laughs) Come on. All right. So, um, so, Peleus, do you think your mother would have sent you here if she thought you were going to die? To be quite honest, (laughs) I mean, no, but you never know. (laughs) All right. So what's what's the test? Come on. Also... Who are you? Um, What's your name? Let's start with names. Then, you know, maybe a drink. And then she says, um, maybe you should roll a history check. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. (laughs) 
23. Okay. Then you hear in your mind your buddy Ashwin. Um, go to Inindrail. She'll give you the items that you're looking for and send you on your way. Oh, yeah. He did mention you. Yeah. Now, it's coming back. Like I said, I'll black out. I'll pass out. And and uh, and to be fair, also, uh, after that, you had, um, I think you're still under the effects of it. Uh, you took several swigs off of your flask, and I put you at a, I think I put your constitution or something. It was like a four, and now it's down to a one. Oh, a yeah, few. that's right. Yeah, so. And still- I forgot to bring this up. Uh, you still have your boots off, technically, unless you said because you took them off the second you got on the land. You battled the scorpion. You did all the all this stuff without your boots on. Have just been kind of carrying them, unless you want to now specifically put them back on. I should put my boots back on. <laughs> I just now that the effects of that flask are wearing off, I'm realizing I've been barefoot for a long time. Yeah. I'm gonna put my boots back on. <laughs> okay, boot sound effects. Click click. And as and as you exclaim, "Oh yeah, my boots!" out loud, <laughs> um, you you feel this in the darkness, the the sort of rumble getting closer to you, and then you feel this thud in what feels as a very large, like the only thing I would say is like a pillar stopped right in front of you, and with your sort of staff, you know, um, I'm assuming you're just standing there now after you've. I like to think that maybe you held on to your staff and were kind of like hopping on one leg to put your boots on or something like that. Yeah. And so there's enough of a light that you sort of see when it stops this very large sort of cylindrical-esque object. Mm. And it says, well, follow me, Peleus. And we now cut to Yamhorn. Ew, I don't know if I want to do anything. It was gross. Oh, you said ew. I don't yeah. know what you said. <laughs> um, well, it mysterious voice. It would seem... Do you not know who I am? Uh, I believe you were sent here for a specific reason. I'm trying not Did to... Did the matter. druid not tell you the name? Roll a history check, please. <laughs> says the mysterious voice. 16. Then you would hear the druid in your head, Ashwin. Right, you go to the end of the island and you find Inindrail and she'll have you two items and send you on your way. Uh, in Inindrail? Ah, so you were told. Good, I was going to have to go spank that silly little druid. <laughs> Uh, Lest he runs through the trees. I hate when he does that. Yeah, he has a pretty bad habit of doing that, and that was really frustrating. Uh, can I have the items, please? Oh, no, 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 no. There's still more tests to pass, Yamhorn. Oh, Evey. Okay, well, uh, let me at it. Let's All get right. this done. And how far did you go into the cave? Not very far, right? You yeah, just sort of got up so. next to the wall? Yeah. Okay. So from down in the cave, you start to hear a very large object walking towards you. Uh, I'm just... What, what is that? Now we cut. <laughs> to Ren. So, so what are you doing? Is it still really dark? Yep. 
Okay. Um, I'm going to ask her what the uh, sound down the hallway is. Shaco, that's me. But you're here. I'm everywhere. Oh. So, would you like to go on with the tests, young Ren? Uh, if there's tests to get these, I, I feel like Ulagon will, will guide me. And Ah, uh, yes, Ulagon. Quite the character, him. And I'll pass, uh, pass whatever test you can throw at me. Doesn't sound like you'd think. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds exactly like I thought. Oh. A god. Must... Oh. He must like you. I think we're on good terms. Okay. So, Ren, uh, you're going to hear this large object getting closer to you. You can tell that it's walking. What does it sound like? Is it like rocks or is it like flesh or you would it, yeah, it doesn't sound like it's like a stone giant since you've 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 battled that sort of thing before. It sounds it sounds like it would, you know, be fleshy. You know, it sounds like it would be a, more of a natural uh, creature walking towards you, but booming with every step and the, the sort of booming and the, the ground sort of rumbling gets louder as you, uh, as it, as it, what you can assume is getting closer to you. I wish I had some way to light this area. Uh, I'll just uh, take total, total defense until I can, until I can see what it is. Mm. I don't like this helplessness that we all feel. Metagaming, I'm surprised no one's just turned around and walked out of the f cave. This is the test. This is where we need to be. I was going to, but is it? it wasn't my turn. <laughs> and so, uh, okay. So, uh, Ren, uh, all of a sudden, you feel uh, the object getting insanely close, and then you just, you, f uh, you feel and hear one more step, and it seems awfully close to you, and with enough force that it blows out your light, and it says, come with me, Ren, into the sunlight. And now we cut to Durok. So I imagine that, you know, I just heard this giant rushing sound kind of go past me or whatever, and I say, what's this, part of the test then? Oh. <sighs> What, some foul beast you need me to slay? <laughs> Can't do it yourself. <laughs> oh, so oh, Duroc. <laughs> that was good. Oh, Duroc. Always looking to rush into action. Follow me, please. What, out of the cave? Yeah, the object's walking past you. I was like, or you can stay here in the dark, but I'm going outside where it's nice. Mm. So be it. I've I've go out. So you start to follow it out? Yeah. Okay. You turn around and uh as uh as you're you're walking out, the light all of a sudden hits it and almost like it's immediately just like being revealed behind a, a court. You start to see the silhouette of this very large object. Like with how big uh the mouth is, it doesn't look that big, but you're also going like you realize how much you have to like look up at it and kind of you're like, oh crap. You internally think, I'm really glad I didn't have to fight this. 
And now we cut to Peleus. Peleus. The object uh, seems to be standing in front of you. Just sort yeah. of stopped. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big one. Yeah, <laughs> it's big. Yeah, all right, no. Um, well, did you say go with you or follow you? Because I will do that. <laughs> Not fight you. The, uh... You're smarter than some of your friends. Well, that is... There's a first for everything, you know? <laughs> yeah. Not always the brightest. Um, the, the voice says to you, Yes, come with me, Peleus. Follow me unto the sun. And it starts to move past you. And uh, it takes a couple of steps and you just sort of stand there because you're uh, trying to gauge, like, how big is this thing based off of, like, the, the foot movement and between the steps and now you sort of are picking up that this is likely a four-legged creature there's definitely some space and you're like oh this thing is huge and you feel it just in the dark sort of like moving past you and as you turn around you see it getting toward the edge of the cave's mouth where the the you know magical sort of shadow stuff like is overtaking you and it pops its head out through the little barrier part and you, it's backlit, and you see gargantuan silhouette. Something with a very long neck and a very large head. So it's like four-legged stone giraffe. <laughs> Is that more close? You said long neck, that's all I thought <laughs> of. It's giraffes. And with that, we cut the Yamhorn. And I guess l- listening, being in a cave, in the dark, unable to see, d- does it sound like a, like a creepy thing, like a critter? No. Uh, Yamhorn, you realize that it sounds like something that is very, very large as it takes big steps. And there's enough sort of time in between the steps that okay. you're like... Okay, this is a big this is a big thing. It's not like a skittering of spider legs. No. And and God. you're <laughs> and with each step you kind of feel like Ugh. Okay. And I guess I just my butt clenches and I grab my hammer two hands as it's getting closer. Mm-hmm. Not not really knowing what to expect. Kind of darting my head around as if I'll somehow Yom be able to relax. See. I'm uh, not here to hurt you. I don't I'm sorry, but I don't believe you. Okay. And since you're about the, oh, you're just like right on the precipice, right? Yeah, just just inside. Okay. So you, similar to Ren, feel it getting closer. Like with each step, it's a little bit louder. It's a little thuddier. Mm. And since you're right there on the precipice, you also see this outline. And your butt... uh, really clenches <laughs> because as it you hear the snap of my cheeks yep <laughs> clench yeah yeah as Van Damme once said I can crack one that's with my butt cheeks yeah. <laughs> and you would have on that one <laughs> Ren what were you doing exactly uh, I just took total defense and my candle went out and you asked me to go into the light mm, okay so you once again you're just standing there in front you feel it starting to walk over you and you're going to turn around and what 
you guys don't know, but is exactly at the exact same time for all of my players here, is you see it hit that mouth opening where you guys basically lost light, mm. and you all see a very tall, long-necked creature, and as it hits the sunlight, it now knows that it can be seen, and it takes a half a step more out, and it turns back and looks at you, and it says to all of you, are you coming or not? And in front of you, you see the most magnificent golden dragon. And it's got a very, very wonderful uh, diamond sort of like uh, 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 um, pattern along the top of its head, almost like a snake, and down its neck and over its back and tail. And it's like a nice teal blue that really accents the gold. And so, Ren? I'm, I'm actually really impressed by this dragon. I, I think it's really, really pretty. And it, it doesn't seem that threatening to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to follow it out of the cave. Mm. Nice. Nice. But also, it's mixed with the gold. I'm going through the... Uh, monster manual here for my players. Uh, let me see. Let me find it. I need to find the other one. So it's, it's body is, uh, whoops, is that of, uh, um, it's coloring rather is that of the one that I just showed you, mm. which for the, for the, uh, 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 listener is on page 107 ancient bronze dragon Mm. however the body and the coloring is actually uh that and the stats is that of an ancient gold dragon Mm. but the coloring i like the i like the the gold and the teal better and the (laughs) the lankiness Uh, I, I just like the coloring on that one better. Uh, but like the, the gold dragon, that's the, the ancient gold dragon. That's, uh, and so that's sort of like, you know, with the, with the hanging, uh, sort of stuff, you know, it's a, it's a little bit more, uh, you know, in the monster manual, that seems a little bit more male to me. This, uh, you know, it's uh, it doesn't have as like, you know, the sort of Fu Manchu, like <laughs> mustache, yeah, mustache yeah. thing. This, this looks a little bit more elegant in features and, and face and that sort of thing. So it says to you all. Are you coming, Bren? Yeah, I, I I walk out of the cave and uh, I okay. I get up close to it. I'm I'm not really afraid of it. Okay, Durok. Uh, Durok, while he's walking out, sees the enormous size of this thing. Would like to exercise his ability, know your enemy, and while he's walking, study a creature to okay. uh, learn if it is superior, inferior, or equal in strength. I I can answer that for you. <laughs> Durok wants to know. All the stats, uh, strength, dexterity, constitution, of course, AC, uh, current HP, total levels, etc. Wow. You get all of that with that spell? Yeah, to learn if they're more powerful or less powerful than me. So you get to know all of the stats? No, 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 no. Just if they're stronger than me, basically. Okay. Which Um, I assume the answer is, yeah, like they're just stronger than me, but... I would say, uh, so what, I have to tell you the stats then? No, 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 no. But I'm going to assume... That a uh, um, that forty 
on a strength beat yours. <laughs> Barely, but yeah. Just doubles it. He doesn't. <laughs> he'll never. Ad- he'll never admit it. But right. Uh, does it have more HP than me currently? Only if you can beat five hundred and forty-six on a good day. Okay. So Durak, um, sensing the mighty power of this majestic creature, and you also, um, you also realize as you're as you're uh, doing this, you hear a chuckle in your mind, and you tell, and you can tell it's the same voice. Mm-hmm. And she thoroughly allows you allows you to read her stats and any of the listeners can go to the monster <laughs> manual and, <laughs> and, and, read, and read what it is but she shuts you out right when you realize how powerful of a legendary mm. creature she is in fact she's so confident in her ability she'll tell me that it's on page oh sorry I thought you had the book open <laughs> Uh, 113 page 113 you can read my stats she says ha 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 <laughs> and then I march out into the light of course one hand uh, swords in my scabbard shields on one my hand, back one hand in your bag looking through your monster manual page <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you look at you go oh crap I'm glad we didn't fight in the dark in the cave right I mean yeah the dark would have been preferable if I didn't know how big it was. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, one hand on the pommel of my sword, and instead of having that authorit- authoritative stance, I'm trying to like get a little bit of a swagger so they don't see how you know scared, scared you, you are. are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ren and Durak, where Ren, where do you walk to when you get out there? Um, Knowing you're coming from out of the mouth. And where, where is she standing? She's just like right in the the mouth area. Yeah, I just come up right on like the right hand side of her. Okay, and, and and get as close as I feel comfortable, maybe like five or ten feet. Okay. Yeah. Durak. Um. Yeah, I walk past her if okay. I can. Sure. Do I see Ren when I'm doing it? Nope. I walk past her and out into kind of more the opening, kind of winding around. I guess what would be on the left of this, it would be my right as I'm coming out. Okay. Um. And sort of turn to face her and be able to see kind of the cave entrance, the dwarf head, and her. Okay. Yeah, you do. And the the light's hitting you just right where those golden scales really, really sparkle and shine. But those, uh, um, you know, and they're, and they're actually, they look even darker. Like, they're not, like, shining brightly, you know, like, like you know, sunlight hitting, like, a white paint job or something like that. It actually, like, makes them almost feel warmer and darker. And you can look at them, but they like they're like they're glowing almost like a golden like brick or something like that. And and the green is like shining, you know, like a like a like a really nice like uh, emerald type of you know feel to the. They almost seem like translucent the scales. Gotcha. And uh, and she she looks down at you. We now cut to Peleus. Peleus, you see this? You've seen this large object. Uh, and, uh, was your initial reaction to it? Oh my God. It's a gold dragon. Um, excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me. In in drill, in in drill, right? Yeah. Can I ride you? (laughs) Uh, maybe later. We still have some uh, <laughs> tests and things to do. Oh, all right, all right. No, I get it, but like, 
you're a dragon. Oh, who wrote a dragon? All right. So, uh, as a player, where do you uh, where do you walk to, Peleus? Uh, so Durak is off to. Uh, well, here's her. the thing: you don't see them. Um, I mean, if, if if you were to look out there, you don't see the. Oh, other... we still don't see each other. Yeah, you don't see each other. Okay. Uh, well, I'm just so gonna... you just see her. Think of it as like she's mentally controlling four different stories in the same area, just like on different right. planes. So, uh, well, since Peleus thinks this is like totally bitching, um, <laughs> he's gonna walk out in front of her, just kind of like looking up, being like, oh, "Okay, this is awesome." I think I think Peleus would try to climb up on top of the dwarf's head so he could like be up on because t- oh, that's about sure. twenty five yeah. feet tall. And that's what I'm going to try and do. Okay, yeah, give me a little uh, little athletics. Athletics, okay. Or acrobatics. Oh, I am not good at that. What about acrobatics? Um, It'd be in dexterity. Yeah, I am not athletic whatsoever. Oh, okay. We'll just we'll just chance it. All right. I'm going to try and climb up the smooth side. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily for you, there's like sort of like, it's like a helmet that he's wearing. So like, it's a very ornately designed helmet. Oh, so gotcha. there's, there's, there's different stuff. Holds. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's different stuff that you could cut. Here we go with a negative one. You can do it. 18. So 17. Nice. So <laughs> you actually, you're, you're, you know, you're like, childlike excitement overtakes you like oh dragon and you just like run and kind of just like you know you really see this uh, sort of like elven grace to you and you pop up and now you're about 25 feet tall up and uh and uh you're still looking up at her because she's you know a couple hundred feet tall uh she's a big girl yeah and then she kind of like takes her long neck and head down and like brings it to eye level with you is looking right at you and you realize it's like this thing's like the size of a small tank you know it's just yeah. like the head alone you're like you're like no boy <laughs> holy crap you are a big girl you're a big girl <laughs> normally i don't say that but look you're a dragon you know you've got to get that a lot uh, i get told a lot of things being called a big girl uh Usually follows like kill the big beast, but uh, you know, you seem to mean no harm. Yeah, no, it's totally a compliment. Yeah, <laughs> normally it's not, but like here, totally a compliment. <laughs> she appreciates it. And now we cut to Yamhorn. Uh, his breath catches in his throat as 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 I'm gonna use start using the she pronoun just yep for ease. Um. As she steps into the light, his breath well, kind of she, so you yeah, can do that. Catches, catches in his in his throat and kind of drops his jaw and stutters out. You're beautiful. You hear her just sort of lightly chuckle, and she says, "It's uh, a very interesting take. I don't normally hear that. Most people are scared, but you don't seem to be." I'm in awe. That's very kind of you. And I... And you see the same sort of... Uh, sort of... Uh, you all do see the, the same glow that I described to mm. Durak, kind of like that, you know, on her scales and that sort of thing. Uh, I relax my butt cheeks and my She hand... tells you to. She's like, you can relax <laughs> on that. 
It takes effort. Yeah. He's like, okay. He's like, I didn't even realize it was happening. She, and yeah. she gives you a wink. Right. <laughs> um, and I. I still have my hammer out, but I, I now lower it down to my side as I as I walk towards the light, kind of getting close to her. And just okay. as I get closer, my gaze goes up, like staring at like the the bedazzlement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get close and I say, are you, are you my friend? And not like in a desperate way, but like I, I'm trying to figure this thing out. Like sure. if I, I, because I am obviously overtaken with it, yep. and I just want to make sure it's not going to be at my demise. Okay. She sort of chuckles, and then swifter than you could imagine, her long neck. What side are you standing on her? Right uh, or left? I'm, I'm directly behind her, walking up towards the light. Mm. And as you get closer and you ask, Are you my friend? Are you my mother? Uh... Her head and her long neck drop in like a snake. She brings it around so because she's looking in, she like whoosh, and her face is just right in front of yours. And she kind of like does a little puff of smoke out of her no- nose, and she notices that you clench again. Yeah, if, uh, for sure. <laughs> and then you just hear laughing in her in your head. And she goes, "I'm not here to harm you, Yonhorn, as I've already stated." And then, and then her head slowly kind of goes back away, and you, you see her mouth open in what you assume is the dragon form of a grin. And then her head goes back up, and she starts to walk a little bit more out the cave and says, come. And I slowly, cautiously unclench and walk into the light. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, she says it to all of you, all three of you uh, that, uh, you know, uh, follow. Follow me, please. And what she ends up doing is because she needs room to breathe here she kind of ends up walking around and going towards like where the the path is so this is the path you guys came down and you know there's trees all along either side of the path as well she she says ah mama needs to stretch her legs (laughs) and uh uh so she walks around uh do you guys follow you can just yes or no me yes yeah Okay, so she walks around to basically where you guys started, and uh, you know she's now facing facing the uh, the thing, and yes. she's seen you know the same thing that you guys saw when you first got there, and uh, she's like, "It's a wonderful sight, isn't it? It's, uh, it's beautiful." <sighs> who who made this? Um, it was made for us. So long ago, I've forgotten the name. It's uh, when you've been alive as long as I have, you tend to forget stuff. Uh, but it was beautifully done. Uh, the first person who, what is his name? It's it's the dwarven man right there. He he helped us originally when we. When we first arrived here, she's saying that to all of us. Yeah. Okay. Yep. What are you doing? Just reading up on stuff. <laughs> Put that away. Cheater. Sorry. <laughs> uh, dude, she was trying to remember the name of the the dwarven sculpture. Oh yeah, Baron, um, Baron well, Drod. Baron well, Drod. 
Well, they no, get Benadryl. That's fine, but you have to interact with her if you want that to happen. It's Berendrod, my lady. Ah, yes. All's close. Berendrod. Berendrod. Berendrod, yes. you say. The, uh, the original dwarf of the planet. He, uh, he gave, uh, he gave birth to everybody that would eventually, you know, end up becoming your, your pal Durok. Who was, uh, who actually took that news a lot better than I thought. I thought you, uh, I'm glad that he knew. Not, not a lot of people know of Berendrod. But then again. So Durok goes all the way back to the original dwarf? Well, I mean, in as much as if it were a halfling sculpture, you would go back to that. Oh, we so all like Adam some... and Eve kind of mm. thing. I'm unsure of the reference, oh, but well. <laughs> I will take I will take a, take it as a colloquialism that I don't understand. It's from the great book of Ulagan. <laughs> you halflings are an interesting group. Do you know Ulagan? Oh, I'm familiar. Talk to him once or twice. As I said, voice is a little jarring. But <laughs> but if you're a fan, hey, I'm not here to knock you what you believe. We now cut to Peleus. So, Peleus, you were on top of the head, and uh, you decided to follow with the rest of the group, unbeknownst to you. Uh, you know, you guys are kind of like all on separate little planes and and that right. sort of thing. Right. So, um, where do you want to come up to? Um, I think I'm going to walk right up to the platform there, right okay. up to the stairs, yeah. I'm going to go up there. Where, where is uh, Inindriel? Uh, she has, uh, for you, uh, you watch her, you know, you, you watch her walk along, along the path in between the trees and the, the fingers holding the platter. And then she kind of like where you guys came up that long, narrow path. She just, uh, kind of like does a little U-turn right there and kind of sits back down, like on her back haunches and just kind of spreads her wings a little bit, you know, flutters them. It's like, you know, giving a little stretch and she's standing there, uh, Talking to you, having given you all the information that you heard before uh, with all the other players. Okay, okay, all right. So we go do something. Is the test on this platform? Is that where we do the tests for the the stuff, the items? <laughs> Got it that time. Didn't slip me mind. <laughs> she kind of chuckles, and uh, and she says, "She's like, I see why your mother likes you so much." Uh, she's like, you're a lot of fun. Ah, the tests, the items, of course. Now, your friends, they have their own, but you, you have something that you need to complete. You'll notice that your amulet is only half complete. It's like a crescent moon. And there's that little notch missing out of the middle. Haven't you ever wondered what happens with the other side? Or have you always just thought that that was it? I have absolutely never wondered. I honestly, I thought this was the whole amulet. <laughs> I thought it was the whole thing, really. Okay. Like I said, probably woke up with it around my neck. Oh, she kind of. Uh, you hear her kind of chuckling to to herself, and uh, and she kind of like what you assume does the dragon version of a smile because you just see these big teeth kind of like come up and around. Oh, 
Is a dragon smiling at me? <laughs> oh my god! This is the best day. Oh. We now cut to Yemi. I, in trying to prepare for this task ahead, I I ask her, "Is do you have any wisdom to share? Will you per- permit me any wisdom to prepare for this test?" I would say, know your history, Umhorn. No, in the deep recesses of your mind, the deep recesses of your mind, the answers are all there, whether you realize that you know them or not. All you have to do is be a little clever and, uh, you know, remember what you're supposed to. I am screwed. You very well may be. <laughs> I, There's I'm... one person I do worry about as I've been watching the progress of you. Although, that dwarf and his temper. Uh, I immediately drop to my knees and say, do you mind if I just say a quick prayer? Oh, by all means. We cut to Ren. <laughs> Damn, I really wish I was there. I to you to show mercy on the great dragon. <laughs> Um, I want to ask uh, ask her, are you like related to the dragon that that we released? Are are you like its mother? No, I am not the mother of that foul creature that has been unleashed on this world. I agree. We should make sure it doesn't uh, continue to live. That is. While I don't disagree with you, that is hard for me to hard for me to get on board with, as the youths are saying. Um, <laughs> to a seventy-eight year old halfling, <laughs> because for us, it would be like you having to kill another halfling. Uh, someone that you've known for well, millennia. It's very hard, but his mind has been twisted and has been over the years. Multiple times. We got to Durak. Yeah. Berendrod, huh? What is that? Berendrod. Berendrod? Yeah. Did you know him? I did. That's cool. Ah, yes. More colloquialisms. In her head, she's seen all of the conversations between all four all four of you guys. Mm-hmm. Right. Simultaneously. So, so, Dur- so she's making that. a joke. She's like, oh, yes. I'm like... She's making, she, well, no, you guys don't necessarily hear unless I say it's for everyone. But so she, she just made a joke to herself. She, she did a callback on the colloquialism and she kind of chuckles and you're like, all right. Right. I'm just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, Berendrod, he was, he was wonderful. He, he got here just a little bit after we did. What, like on a spaceship or something? Oh, no. No, no, no. A, sp- a spaceship? Yeah. What is that word? Well, it's like a ship that y- you would 
ride in the ocean, but it sails in the ocean of stars instead. It's very poetic. You're, you're very well read for a dwarf. That's interesting. Well, thanks. I had not heard that term before, and I've been around the block a few times. Millennials, in fact. Uh, no, to this world. When we were brought here to this world. On a spaceship? No, as I've already stated. Oh, like magic? You would call it magic, yes. Got it. That kind of showed up around the same time as all of us, as you would call them, legendary beings sort of arrived. There's more? Oh, there used to be a lot more, but... You folks, once you kind of uh, got your footing underneath you here, not just dwarves, but the other races that are here, once you all sort of became your own unique individual things, found it interesting to conquest after legendary people who were really here to help your world. Mm. I and my brother and the two other dragons that were brought here originally... Uh, we were all we were all sent to the word to help you. I'll tell that to all the dwarves that Zarvog killed as he invaded our town. Ah yes, Zarvog. He once was my favorite cousin. However, his mind was twisted and warped. By what? Otherworldly things. Things that games that have been played across Planets, galaxies, and far lesser beings than yourself, just for the amusement of the gods. Ooh, we now cut to Peleus. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Peleus, the tests ahead of you. Yeah. Yes, there's going to be a couple of tests. All right. However... And then a final third one that I hope you're ready for, but we'll be very interested to see if uh, if you can pass these. Let's hope the sun hasn't addled your brain too much. Oh, well, no, it probably has, yeah, no. My brain is quite addled, but I'm great at tests. I always pass them, and if all else fails, I just cheat. So, <laughs> well. pirate! <laughs> Oopsie-daisy. <laughs> Uh-oh, pirate. Oh, she's like, well, Mr. Pirate, prepare your brain. Oh, it is. And we cut to Yamhorn. So so when you cut back to Yamhorn, he's mid-prayer, and uh, if you're listening in, you could hear him mention, Sweet Ren, if you can hear me, grant me guidance or a blessing or something. Uh I was there. I don't know if you can hear she, me. She chuckles, and out of nowhere, Ren, all of a sudden you start looking around because you hear Yamhorn's voice that says, Sweet Ren, please grant me guidance because I'm about to roll. Can, can, I, can I grant him guidance? Without thinking, you put out your hand or whatever... <laughs> Like you just put up your hand like you were about to touch his hip. Just yeah. just, just as like, a, because you've done it so much, you're just like, oh, and you just put up your hand. Like that, that's where Yamhorn's hip would be. All of a sudden, Yamhorn, you feel a little touch on your hip and you look around 
no one's there, but you you definitely felt yeah, that for a I second. Look <laughs> like Interstellar taught us, the power of love transcends the dimensions. Black holes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's a D4 for you. <laughs> so did it do I feel call? blessed or whatever? Yep. You feel the same oh. things that you normally feel. Oh, praise be Ren. I've been praying this, to the wrong gods. This, this, <laughs> no, honestly, this is really going to change things, I think. This is, this is really weird. It's going to get real. Okay. Yeah, because you started off this season being like, nah, don't N- believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spiritual stuff. And then yeah. it kind of first started to come back a little bit like in the caves and yeah, now this. Is, this. this okay, is really cool. Weird. So what do you do? Um, I say, after feeling that really bizarre touch on my hip, I... I I snap my eyes open and look around to see if I see any Ren. And when I realize that he's not there, mm-hmm. I look up at the dragon and I say, I think I'm ready. For what? The test. Hmm. The task I'm supposed to do to get these items to help save the world. And that's where we leave it for this week. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> 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 hey man we're at, we're over an hour at this point so uh so ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for taking the time to listen to chaotic amateurs and uh uh you know uh tune in next week to find out more uh make sure you know you're liking what the old wizard guy's about to say it i've been your host and dm for season two bentley michaels to my right we have caleb is yamhorn Dorill. dash as paleus ian earth Rhett is durak dragon's bean milo is ren Grab your swords and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.